This is a Purposeful Business Made Easy podcast with Sally Francis. Hello and welcome to the Purposeful Business Made Easy podcast where I offer straightforward, no BS tips and advice on how to find your purpose, launch a purposeful business and where I cover the best systems and processes that streamline and automate your business for growth, scalability and balance. Sometimes we will showcase examples with special guests And occasionally we will bust out a discussion on tried and proven social systems that could offer real solutions to current global issues. My name is Sally Francis and I use my 15 plus years of business system and process experience along with my history of anxiety and panic to offer real-time solutions that get you living a purposeful life and business. Thanks for joining me today. Check out www.sallyfrancis.com That's spelled S-A-L-L-I-E Francis, F-R-A-N-C-I-S dot com. For more on finding purpose, launching a purposeful business and the system and automation that helps you grow, scale and achieve balance. This is episode three, using process mapping to streamline your business and guide better decision making. Streamlining your business is all about reviewing your existing business processes and working out what improvements can be made so that your business can operate more efficiently. When we improve our business processes, we increase productivity, improve customer satisfaction and create space for ourselves and our employees to achieve balance and opportunities for creativity and innovation. Always a good time to review your existing processes and it is something that you should do regularly so that your processes and your systems are always optimal. This process will guide you to take a step back, slow down and critically analyse the outcomes, determine unproductive processes and outcomes, eliminate, streamline and automate where possible. In many cases, businesses launch without properly mapping out their ideal processes. When they start trading, all of a sudden they find themselves reacting, learning on the job and building processes as they go. Although approached with best intentions, too often these processes are a slapstick approach made on the spot about how to handle this type of inquiry, delivery or business issue. As time goes on and the business develops, the business struggles with taking the time to review the processes and continues making processes up as they go and finding systems as and when needed. They never get to design and implement the best practice, ideal processes and implement the right systems that will support them as they grow, eliminating manual intervention, reducing mistakes and double handling. The main cause of this can often be attributed to the initial and subsequent slapstick processes which might not have been optimised and now takes up much of the needed time of the owner and its employees. Taking the time to review processes and then design the best practice ideal processes eliminates manual intervention, mistakes and double handling. Taking time now creates time later. It takes time for space, clarity, creativity and innovation. You must prioritise time for this and if you're not doing this it makes it harder to connect to your purpose and live a balanced life. Creating your own business and taking a gigantic leap of trust is not something to take lightly. I'm pretty sure if you got to this level, you must have created something that you were passionate about and you believed in. 
Unless you're a professional virtual assistant or administration guru, I'm pretty sure that you did not get into business to be drowning in the administrative backend task. Even professional VAs and those that are passionate about administration have streamlined and optimized processes and systems so that they can focus on increased productivity, reduced cost, and can add more value to their business and their clients. Streamlining your business opens the door for so much more. When you find yourself hitting the glass roof or finding that things have plateaued, it is the perfect reminder that it's time to grow and expand. Growth can look different for everyone. Some people might want to optimize their business so they can take a step back and semi-retire without their incomes being impacted. They might look at how they can transform their businesses digitally so that they can spend more time away from the business. Others might want to optimize their business so that they can level up or set solid foundations for growth and expansion. And then there are some that just need space and time created so that they can clear the mental clutter and work out what they even want. Is this business even aligned with their purpose? Is it giving them satisfaction? Are they doing what they want? How could they make it more exciting? Is it growth they want, balance or both? Do they want to rebrand and take a different approach or do they want to package their business up for sale, increase value and move on to something different? The important thing here is essentially it's all just growth. Whatever option it is, it's all about growth and adaptability. It is about giving yourself the time and the grace to do what serves you and your business the best. So now that we know why we got here and what it means, let's look at how we can start streamlining our business. The following steps can be done in-house or you can choose to outsource key components. Please note though, you and your employees know the most about your business. You kind of have to be involved so that you can see from a high level what processes and systems are causing the most issues and will have the best outcomes. Your employees will be able to advise at the detailed level what issues they come across and front-end staff will have a deeper understanding of what your clients need in their experience to feel valued and satisfied. If you are a one-person band playing all the instruments simultaneously, then you are the best person to advise. You may also be so busy putting fires out that you don't have a clue how the customers are feeling or what the potential problems and solutions are. And that's completely okay and even expected if you find yourself here. This process will create the space later so that you can observe processes, systems and the outcomes in a much more orderly way that will be easy to pinpoint an issue, implement a solution that takes into considered growth, scalability and other touch points that might be impacted. One of the most beneficial things that you can do as a business owner is to document your business processes. This can feel very overwhelming, but the best advice I can give you is to start small, break it down into manageable chunks, and just do it bit by bit. It does not matter where you start, just start. Also, who cares when you get it finished? As long as you are doing something consistently, you are doing a damn sight more than nothing. You can start at the highest level, thinking about the key functions of the business, and then drill down for each sub-process. Or one of the key places that I start with my clients is mapping out the three key processes of most businesses. These are attract, nurture and deliver. You will find that most business processes will fall under these categories. Or if it's still too high level for you to make sense from, 
you can just think about any single process in your business, map it out and keep going until you have most of them done. You can then try and categorise them into functions and break them down into more manageable chunks later. As a system business and process analyst, I use a specific tool called Business Process Modelling, or BPM, which uses a special language called Business Process Modelling Notation, BPMN, to map out the key areas of process. Business Process Modelling Notation uses approximately 50 different symbols to indicate the various parts of a process. For example, start events, manual or system tasks, sub-processes, documents or data inputs, outputs, intermediate events such as messages or links to other processes, and end events. If the toolset is used properly, it can work with many larger systems as a computational or type of coding language that will speak to other systems and will undertake the system tasks of the map process as and when needed. Many companies use BPM exactly as it's intended, to its fullest capacity, while many others just take what they need. You could also just pick any flowchart method or mapping method that suits your business. For many businesses, it is worth using BPM and BPMN as a baseline and only using a subset of symbols, perhaps 10 or so, that will help you communicate what is happening in the processes. This means that you have a solid foundation that you're using a globally accepted language so that if you do scale and either outsource to others or engage with other tech providers, API or other businesses, they will understand your mapping language. Having an agreed upon language and tool to model your business processes helps streamline operations even further as these maps eventually become your training manual and reference guides. Process maps provide consistency and governance in your business operations and if a problem arises it's easy to pinpoint the issue, identify the touch points and any other processes that will be impacted when you implement a solution. So whatever method you choose to map your business processes, pick one but make sure you do it and make sure that you're consistent in that method. It will become your language for understanding your business operations and it will form an important part of your business in your regular day-to-day -day operations and your onboarding process. Okay, so now that we've nailed why it's important to map your processes, let's look at function versus role mapping. It's a great idea to map function versus role so that you have more flexibility in how your organizational roles perform functions. With traditional role mapping, we see a role. For example, a receptionist, and we list all of the jobs we think a receptionist does. Answer calls, identify issues, resolve, pass on, take messages, diary management, admin, support, and so on. With functional mapping, we identify the key functions of the business. For example, marketing, sales, finance, human resources, customer service, operations, IT, legal. If we map out the key processes with function in mind, we can see cross-functional processes and that a receptionist role will probably perform many tasks across all functions and therefore the role will be cross-functional. It means we can look at individual strengths and skills and allocate functions that suit the workforce versus pigeonholing our employees. This allows for growth scalability and increased job satisfaction in our workforces. 
Having the functions mapped out also means that anyone can act in that function as and when required. This might be required when an employee is sick, leaves unexpectedly, or takes another direction in the business. Process mapping help reduce employees in your organization becoming irreplaceable. Although this might sound sinister, being replaceable is an awesome opportunity for you and your employees. Of course you value your employees and you are the soul of your business. But if you or they become the only person who knows how to do a job, having reliance on one person not only becomes a risk for your business, but it also pigeonholes you and your employees. It does not allow either of you the time, space or grace to be creative and innovative and grow and scale with your business as you grow and scale. You and your employees need flexibility and the adaptability to change when and where needed. This is what allows you to break through that glass ceiling. Okay, so let's map these babies out. First, let's look at mapping our as-is processes. As-is means mapping your processes as they exist right now, documenting the good and the ugly. Document your key processes. Identify the start triggers. For example, what kicks this process off? Is it an inquiry? Is it a message? Is it the end of another process? What is the first thing that happens? Does the system do something which then triggers an immediate event, such as a message to one of your staff? What does your staff member do with this? Then what happens? And so on, until the process is complete. How does it end? Does it then go off to another process? Or is that the end? Don't be tempted to fix it right now. Rather, just map the process out. You can highlight the ones you identify as trouble spots, but don't go any further just yet. A good way to tackle this job is to list all the possible processes that you think you have in your business. Order by function, hold a workshop or a series of workshops with the relevant employees and with the help of a whiteboard or cardboard and a few different color post-it notes, map the process out manually, then take a photo. A good process map has no more than 10 tasks. So if you find yourself mapping out 10 or more tasks in a process, think about how you can break this process down into a sub-process. For example, if we look at the recruitment process, a start might be identify the need for a new position to be filled. Then we do a manual task, which is to develop the job description, another manual task to post to social media, another manual task to post to Indeed, another one to post to Seek, another one to Monster, another one to then review the applications, one to shortlist, one to respond, one to interview, another one to determine successful applicant, and then another one to offer and prepare legal documentation. And then it ends with a link off to the new employee onboarding process. If we look at this process, which is already up to 12 manual tasks, we could group all the manual postings to the job boards to one sub-process called update job boards. That's if there is a more detailed process involved which, inter- which determines which boards to go to. Alternatively, you could just add one task that says post to all job boards and you would add a system object for each of the various job boards Perhaps a job board guideline, which is a document input, goes into that job, which details the steps to 
post for each job board. Once you have all your as-is processes mapped out, please document them properly in your preferred modelling notation of choice. In your subsequent team workshops, work together to identify key issues such as red tape, double handling, where errors keep happening due to manual intervention. Look at all the outcomes of each process and identify if the outcome is worth what the process entails. Is it necessary or can it be dropped or created in some other way? This will help you prioritise your processes and the outcomes. Now it's time to map the 2B processes. 2B means mapping your process as you want them to be. The best practice, streamlined and optimised process you want for your business that has sustainability and growth in mind. Start fresh and map your ideal processes. Think about the customer journey or experience map and the key operational processes that help that customer journey. When mapping your processes, you need to put your streamlining cap on. How can I make this process more efficient? Can I automate this process? Can I make that a system task versus a human task? Can this information feed into another process so that I do not have to obtain the information more than once? Think about if you scale up, what will help your growth and handle the increase of operations? Now that you've documented your ideal processes, we can now identify the systems that will help automate your processes. Let's look at the common areas that you would like to automate. List all the features that you would like to have and rank each as a must-have or a nice-to-have. See if there are any commonalities in function. For example, you might need a marketing system that also works as a customer relationship management system. Or do you need a marketing and customer loyalty system? Or if you're looking at updating your website, is there an all-in-one platform that will do a few things that you need, or most of them, or all of them? Can you optimise your current systems? Do you need new systems? You could be looking at one system that does everything you need, or possibly a few systems that talk to each other. Investigate all of the various options and their pros and their cons. An all-in-one out-of-the-box solution might be exactly what you need, or it might be a temporary solution for now that will be, but will it be right for long-term and support your growth? Is the likelihood of having to change the system high? Therefore, the work you will do to implement a new system is too great and have to do it twice. Do you need a couple of systems? And what is involved to get all your systems talking to each other? Is it worth looking at a custom-built system? Perhaps getting some costing on this too so that you can compare. Does the new system have smart migration set up? What is involved in getting your existing data over? Picking the right system that will support you as you grow is critical. Once you've decided on the systems, you then need to implement the new system strategically. Make sure that your market research and your branding and your ideal business operations are inbuilt. Make sure you allocate time for data migration and testing. The following tips are great to consider when looking at optimising your business. Are you getting bogged down with frequently asked questions? Create an FAQ and a knowledge base. Put these up on your website. Add a bot to the website and socials to answer frequently asked questions and direct to the knowledge base where you can. 
with smart customer service and the option to chat to a real human. Incorporate these FAQs in your customer marketing and your after-sale emails. What takes the most time? How can we automate some of this? For example, if you are spending a lot of time organizing and scheduling meetings, finding out time differences and having clients miss appointments, then would a scheduling software that is connected to your website assist by having ways people can schedule direct and email notifications with options to automatically add to their diary and reminders are incorporated? Or is packing products and shipping most time consuming? What are the best practices that you can use to streamline and automate these processes? Is your website optimized for your ideal customer journey? Does it make it easy for that customer, persona, avatar to get what they need when they want it? Can you automate your marketing and your sales process? Create sales funnels and automatic email sequences that are customized based on customer segments you have inbuilt. Can you create or manage smart taking and segmenting of your customers? Automatically send sequence emails for after sales, customer service, onboarding and retargeting. Is your accounts function spending a lot of time manually scanning or entering receipts? Using a receipt scanner like Dex Receipt Bank, which integrates with Xero and other accounting packages to automatically upload invoices, bills and receipts. Configure it so it recognizes common invoices and suppliers and codes appropriately. Do you have an automated online payroll system? Can employers easily track time? And is this automatically updated so all you have to do is press approve? Can you reduce subscriptions and different apps? Identify if a coder can custom build your needs so that it reduces cost over time. Use group emails to help direct common inquiries and incorporate a system that has standard response templates so that the person replying can use the standard response but personalise as needed. This ensures that you have a consistent approach. Can your team work on a shared project management system so that the need for meetings is minimalised and those in remote areas can have up-to-date information without the need for an email discussion or an online meeting? Stop spending time researching new skills and identify where you can outsource. Your time equals money. The 5-10 to hours you take researching how to do something then spend time trying to DIY versus the one to three hours to get someone experienced to whip it out is worthwhile considering. Seriously, spend that time doing something more suited to the skill set that allows you to show up in your business and increase revenue. If you have to use forms, try automating them online so that they can speak to your marketing and CRM systems. If you have to use manual forms, use fillable Adobe forms. Reduce your paperwork. Go to the cloud, don't be scared. Create and improve your cloud's storage filing system. Make sure people are not saving to their desktops. Have set times in the day to review your email. Segment your week for different activities, i.e. Monday for innovation, Tuesday for advertising and visibility, Wednesday for marketing and so on. Create boundaries, allocate time for yourself to connect, recharge, create room, for innovation and creativity. This will help you clear the mental clutter and allow you to have fresh ideas and approaches to your business. Other ways that you can strategically streamline your business include consulting with your finance manager to help you review your finances and identify if your pricing is correct. 
overheads are low? Are you reaching your industry benchmarks? Review marketing and branding. Are you on brand? Is your target market accurate? Do your products, services or offers meet the needs of your target market? Leverage partnerships. Make strategic partnerships where you can so that you can cross-sell and benefit from each other. Ensure that your values align. Hire by function. Subscriptions. Look at paying now versus paying later. Often you'll get a discount. Reduce the amount of subscriptions and different apps that you have. Identify if a coder can custom build these for you so it reduces cost over time. Look at alternative revenue streams. Look at where you can make a residual income by providing an evergreen service or offer. So that's all we have time today in regards to using process mapping to streamline your business. I hope that you enjoyed today. Have a great one. Thanks for listening to Purposeful Business Made Easy. Check out sallyfrancis.com. That's S-A-L-L-I-E Francis, F-R-A-N-C-I-S.com for my free resources, more on finding purpose, launching a purposeful business, and the systems and automations that help you grow, scale, and achieve balance. Until next time. 